0: Should 13-year-old girls have to buy their testosterone on the street corner just like crackheads? Coming up on the Anti-Woke podcast. Katie Herzog was on the Scott Veritas podcast. And she told her story about how all the lesbians she know have transitioned into uh, trans men and i've been I've been talking about trans this and trans that a lot lately, and i still i haven't fully come up to with what my opinion is what the correct opinion is right and everyone should believe what I believe, but I'm getting closer to an opinion so i'm gonna have a i'm gonna play a clip here of Katie describing what's going on with lesbians, and then I'll give you some of my opinions on trans stuff
1: discussing in a couple other interviews I listened to that you had done how, uh, you know, you yourself are a lesbian and you have, you know, other lesbians in your your social circles and you've noticed that there seems to be kind of like a weird lesbian extinction event going on where there's an inverse relationship between non-binary and trans people, especially trans men, and the number of lesbians, which I found kind of bizarre and it's something that I know nothing about because I just, I don't happen to know a ton of lesbians. What has that experience been like? Can you elaborate on that a little bit? Because that really kind of caught my ear. It's very weird. Um, so my first inkling that something was happening—I've known trans people. I've been—I've been in queer circles so for the last twenty years, uh, and and I. So I've always known known trans people. There was always sort of a a handful of them within any, within any given community, mostly trans guys. Um, but in let's see, in maybe twenty thirteen, twenty fourteen. I met, I moved to, a, I moved to Charlotte, North Carolina, and I, and my one of my best friends there was a trans guy, and he told me, he had lived in a small town before this, and he he lived in a household with with five lesbians, and he came out as trans, and then within a year the entire household could come out, and when he told me this, I was like, that is statistically just the likelihood of that is just such an impossibility, I thought something's going on here, and then now, you know, however many years later, eight years later, whatever. It's, all, it's everyone. It's everyone. You know, and, and I'm, I'm slightly exaggerating here, but just in my own, the circles that I, I'm no longer really welcome to these circles, but in the circles that I, that I used to be in, my friend groups, the number of people who have gone by, who now go call themselves non-binary or who are physically transitioned is astronomical. Um, I need to keep a spreadsheet. It seems like every month somebody else is coming out and posting pictures of their new like trans mustache or whatever. It is just it is everywhere and this isn't just in, in, you know, uh cities like New York or Seattle. This is happening in small towns um as well. It's very bizarre. And the thing to me that I find most bizarre about it is that so few people are talking about it and saying, wait a second guys Like, two years ago, we were all women, and now we're all men. What the fuck happened? Um, We're just supposed to sort of clap and pat people on the back and say, congratulations, you're so brave, um, rather than saying, what the fuck is going on? All
0: right, so, like, I don't know everything about the drugs that they give you when you become a transgender individual. I especially don't know about, like, what they give you when you're a boy, you know, like a 12-year-old boy, and you want to be a girl. But I think, you know, if you're an adult woman and you want to be a man uh, yeah, I think, I think I know what they give you. It's called testosterone. And I think depending on exactly how it goes, if you're a teenage girl and you want to be a teenage boy, testosterone's going to be in the mix also. But so having a doctor give you testosterone, it makes me think of like Joe Rogan and Jeff Bezos, you know, the owner of Amazon. And both of those guys are like enormously muscular. And Rogan, you know, he was always muscular when he was young, but he is, you know, he he's, he's way bigger and way more muscular today now that he's old than he ever was when he was young. And Jeff Bezos used to just be like a billionaire nerd, and now he's going around looking... I mean, he fills out his suits. He always wears a suit, and like the bicep part of his suit is just busting the seams. So I never tried it. I'd like to try it. Uh, but I think testosterone, it's kind of a wonder drug, like... You know you can do alcohol you can do heroin you can do cocaine you can do methamphetamines and all of those have obvious downsides you may die to start with but you know they're addictive and they kind of destroy your lives they they have there's a good chance they will destroy your life so now if you're a rich man who you know the sky's the limit on whatever it is you want And you go looking around for a drug that doesn't have those downsides, you know, it doesn't mean your family's going to leave you and you're going to, whatever, start sleeping all day. They got something for you. It's legal. You know, you got to have health insurance and a doctor who will do what you want. But it's testosterone. And I think you go, you know, you go in for a doctor's visit and you say, Doc, I feel tired all the time. Doc, I'm feeling kind of depressed. You know, Doc, I'm getting older, I think, you know, and my body's not working as good. I think, you know, do you got anything? Do you got anything that will give me more energy, that will elevate my mood, and make me feel young again? And like I say, depending on your health insurance or whatever, the doctor's like, oh yeah, oh yeah, Joe Rogan, I got you completely covered. It's called testosterone. And when you go just to do a little bit of weightlifting, your muscles will get enormous. I mean, it has got all sorts of amazing side effects. I mean, the doctor doesn't say that, right? The doctor has to, you have to say the correct thing. I don't know if you've ever wanted drugs from a doctor, but you got to say the right things. You can't be like, doctor, I want these drugs because I'm going to abuse them. You got to say, doctor, I need these drugs for a real reason. And then the doctor is like, you have said the correct things, so here's the drug. So I can just imagine some guy gets on, just uh, you know, gets a prescription for testosterone. I think they inject it. I don't know if they got a pill for it. I don't know. Never had it. But usually the doctor's like, okay, I'm going to give you a one-month prescription, and then you come back in, and we're going to evaluate how it's going. And so, you know, a month later, the guy comes back in, and he's like, Doc, I got so much energy. I'm no longer depressed. And like, you know this that knee problem that i've had for 20 years it's cured itself and the doc's like well okay then you know i guess come back you know here's here's a six month prescription come back in six months and we'll see if it's still okay you know and the guy comes back he's like doc i feel like i'm 20 years old me and me and my wife are having sex you know five times a week this is amazing don't ever take this away from me and so anyways that's my kind of imagined you know uh exaggerated version of what it is for, like, men to get testosterone. And so for women who get on testosterone, I think it's similar, except that it's even more extreme. Like a man, a man, you know, an old man who's tired, he's still got way more testosterone than any woman. So, I mean, it's even more of a wonder drug. I mean, it's more extreme. It'll make you even high. You know, it'll it'll, it'll make you so high, it'll make you high as a kite. Katie Herzog had a lesbian trans woman who changed their mind anyways she talked to her on a different episode and like that lady she's like she got on testosterone she was the king of the world like when she went and hung out with all her lesbian friends they all just like just thought she was amazing just so smoking hot you know just so much confidence so much virility she was just the hottest lesbian in the universe you know, which obviously makes the other lesbians want to go do the same stuff. The crazy part about that was that she got so frickin' whatever. She got so hopped up on testosterone, she started getting the urge to have sex with straight men. And so, I don't know. That's just one person that I know of had that happen to them. And basically, I don't know, turned her into a gay man or something. That's something I would definitely like to know more about. Uh That may not be true She may be the only person in the world that that happened to, but that was interesting. Or, you know, straight men may get their chance to have sex with a lesbian. Like, did you always want to have sex with a lesbian? Well, this could be your chance, but unfortunately the lesbian's going to have a mustache. And so I'm trying to come up with, uh, you know, my thoughts on this. What is the correct position? You know, what do you oppose? What are you for and against? So first off, you know, I guess if an adult lesbian wants to take a bunch of drugs... And have an amazing, fun life, then you know who am I to say no? Like I don't think you should take heroin or something because you probably become a thief. So you know, so I you know, so I guess you know I I can say no to that. No, you can't take heroin. That should be illegal. And the reason why is not because I care how high you get on the stuff, but because it just turns people into thieves, and that just that ain't good. But if testosterone is like you get high as hell and you don't turn into a thief. I mean, who am I? And so then you get into kids. And like, I follow the science on this stuff very closely. I mean, mostly because I listen to Katie Herzog's blocked and reported podcast and they are always talking about the science, but the jury is still out on exactly, you know, how bad these drugs can be for the kids and how often the kids change their mind, right? That, that's the thing. Like, If the kid changes their mind, then that was a complete failure. The doctor, the parents, the schools, the friends, the internet, the everything. They completely failed some kid who says, Yeah, give me a bunch of drugs, turns into let's say it's a girl, turns into a boy, and then, you know, a couple years later the girl is like, you know what? I wasn't really a boy. I didn't, you know, I was going through a a phase as teenagers frequently do. And now I've been sterilized and maybe have my you know, maybe had a double mastectomy. So for kids, they just, kids are going to have to wait a little longer, in my opinion. They're going to have to wait a little longer before they get their chemical whatever. Because currently the science on it, the the jury is out. Like the number of people who regret it is more than zero percent. We don't know the percents, you know, that, that's the first thing, like, you know, if, if you truly wanted wanna help kids transition into whatever, then what you should do is like promote studies that find out exactly what percentage people regret it. But, anyways, obviously if you if you want people to transition, then then you hide. You hide the number of people who, who regret it. So it's gonna take a while. I mean, it's just woke, right? This is just this is woke people. Woke people are like, yeah, they should be able to transition. And then you're like, what about all these kids that have their lives ruined? And they're like, you fucking bigot, don't ever speak of that. The ones who transitioned are, you know, stunning and brave queer people. And the ones who regretted it, well, they're a bunch of Trump-supporting motherfuckers. Fifteen-year-old Trump-supporting motherfuckers. All right. I wish I, I wish I wouldn't have said the word motherfucker there, but I do not want to re-record this whole thing. Motherfucker, motherfucker. So there's a stat that I don't have at hand. I want to look it up sometime. But it's something like, for girls, right? This is almost all girls. It's almost all girls who are doing this thing. And there's some stat that's like it's 70 or 30. I don't know. I don't know the number. But, you know, of like teenage girls who say that they're boys. If you don't put them on any drugs... Then, like seventy percent of them grow out of it, and they turn back into girls. Or it might be the other. It might be the other way around, where thirty percent of them turn back. I I don't know. I don't, it's either seventy or thirty on these numbers. But basically, the ones who don't take drugs, a certain chunk of them turn back to girls, and then of the ones you put on drugs, they stay trans. I mean, you know, it's only it's only been five, ten years or whatever. But as far as we can tell so far. You put them on drugs, they, they're they a boy. They, they stay a boy. And I think the answer is, it's just like that, uh, you know, it's like the man who goes in and gets on testosterone from his doctor and doesn't want to go off it because he feels amazing. Um, it's the same thing for these teen girls. And so the question on that is, if you got a drug that turns teen girls gay, and they love that drug, they just freaking love it, Who am I? Who are we uh, to say, sorry, you can't have that drug. And so I don't know if you're not doing like double mastectomies, if you're not doing too crazy of a stuff to the boys who say they're girls. What about just like the, you know, the the 16 to 18 year old girls who want to be on testosterone? You know, can we say no? No, you can't do that. Sorry. And so I'm still not sure on that one, but uh, I'm getting a little more clarity in my mind. I think boys that want to be girls, I think the the chemicals thats that they need when they're teens, you know thirteen et cetera uh I think that stuff's too strong, so no, should not be allowed and then young teens on the girl side probably shouldn't be giving them nothing and then uh I don't know maybe maybe it would be like the old days like you know i i I grew up in the big city in the early nineties when the crack epidemic was going on, and you could just you could just drive down the wrong road or the right road depending on what you were doing and you just see a bunch of crack dealers that, like run up to your car you like you part you know you come to a stop sign you weren't trying to buy crack the whole bunch of crack dealers would come up to your car trying to sell you something and then you get the hell out of there and so who knows you know maybe if you know if a if a 14-year-old teen girl wants to get hopped up on testosterone and be a boy maybe she should have to get it illegally and go to the, you know, that one street corner where you buy testosterone. And the other thing to say about this is the effect on society. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer on this is, but, you know, Western countries have been having this problem where people don't have enough kids. Like the population is going down Japan, Italy. They got like nothing but old people, you know, in America, if it wasn't for immigrants, we'd be just a bunch of old people. Because I think it's too expensive, you know. Young people can't buy a house. And if you can't buy a house, you can't get married. And if you can't get married, then you don't have, like, two or three kids. It's more like you push all that stuff off and then, you know, you get 35, the clock is ticking. And, oh, my God, you get one kid in under the wire if you're lucky. So, you know, our individual people, should you kind of herd them, herd them like cats uh, in the right direction. Because you want society in general to, whatever, to flourish or to be as good as you can make it, or as you know, just, hey, we're all individuals, you know, take all the drugs you want and have the zero kids you want, uh, so I don't have the answer on that, but I just want to say that that, that that's another consideration. Okay, and while we're stealing clips from other podcasts, uh, here's from one from trigonometry that kind of applies, this is like British people talking about how it is in Britain, UK.
2: There's a page from a book talking about pride, and it's got flags, all the different flags from the different genders and sexualities that there are. Um, All very colourful, as we know. And then there's a box for straight and a box for cis. It's just the blank white page. Um, There's nothing there. And I'm trying to put myself in the shoes of a young person, and I can imagine that when they're looking at all these bright, amazing, colourful flags, and then to be cis and straight is just the white page, what young person would would want to identify with that. It, I feel that it's been pushed upon children as almost stale or boring. And I often see the word celebrate um, in these school materials. We should celebrate being trans. But I think about all the young people in society who aren't celebrated very often for just being themselves. And now there might be an opportunity for them to be celebrated simply for you know coming out and saying, I'm trans, I'm non-binary. It feels like a form of coercion.
1: And do you... To-
0: so I don't know if I said this earlier, but this is a guy who uh, has been going through children's books and classroom materials in the United Kingdom. I couldn't find the stat that says that 70% or 30% of transgender girls who don't take drugs go you know, go back to being a girl. So don't quote me on that one. The, the stats. The stats are lacking on all this stuff. You can't find stats. But I did find an interesting one was that, of the people who of the girls who detransitioned, um, 40% of them did it because they changed their political opinion. And Katie Herzog said the same thing. I'm not going to play a clip, but basically, part of wanting to be transgender is you hate Donald Trump. Twitter handle at anti podcast, and thanks for listening.